See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. As ready as we'll ever be. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, this is Slow Robot of Go-Go. My name's Mal. With me, as always, the man, the man with the plan, uh, the master of disaster. <laughs> Go ahead. Once again, <laughs> Dr. Morbius. <laughs> From Parts Unknown. I jumped the gun. That's all right. Uh-huh. So, uh, you're listening to Slow Robot of Go-Go. Big show number 115. The uh, the show that's dedicated to misbegotten, forgotten, Z B through Z grade movies. So come along for a journey, won't you? Thank you. Is this going to be a big show? Yeah, it's big show number one fifteen. Okay. All right, I'm just. I, I'd be sad if all these year, all these times I've been like a big show, and then this one's like, nah, it wasn't so big. This is just this like is a small show. Average show. This is a medium to smallish show. Yeah. One fifteen. But you get what you pay for, kid. <laughs> Kinda. All right. If you like this, you can find me many other places. Uh, there's a thing called bunchofdorks.com. That's this hub of entertainment where you'll find mm-hmm. Slow Robot A Go-Go, and then you'll find the uh, middle button is for Two Dimension Podcast. And what's that about, Dr. Morbius? It's about comics. I and only it, comics. I wonder if it has any direction. Absolutely not. 100% directionless. Yes. But yes. So if you like the funny books, then go to the middle button. And if you like music and hearing people talk about things... Then go to the last button. That is bunch of dorks. So yeah, for all that. And if you can't get enough Mao, then I do a Radio St. Pete show exclusive um, show every Sunday, 10 p.m. It's called the Indie Circuit. That's where I talk and play lots of indie music. It's kind of a fun ride. Um, I think they're gonna start archiving the shows and have them like oh. on demand and stuff. But I don't know. All right. I, I'm not in those meetings. So whatever. But wow, there's meetings. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I just made that up in my head. Okay. So uh, that's that's pretty much all I've got going on. I've been working hard on our video project. It's details to follow. What do you got going on, Dr. Morbius? Oh, you mean that blog, that Destination Nightmare? Yeah. It's more comics, more fun. Nice. But on this blog, I post some comic book stories, and I do an occasional podcast, and we talk about uh, music and good stuff like that. So it's just uh, it's just another form of entertainment for y'all yeah, good times let the yep, good times good roll times. as they say yeah all right what did you watch this week that's what i watched this week dead air oh Total wait a silence. minute wait a minute I did did i talk about the cold check the night stalker was that on the last show or no i don't think so oh yeah but i, I think i watched those a while ago but yeah i was watching some of those those are a lot of fun yeah. extensions of, i think i did talk about them and i did watch a couple more it's basically like you know the the character from uh, from the the movie The Night Stalker '72, big ABC TV movie of the week, and uh, you know it's just a mm. cool show because he's like kind of like an old style reporter and he's always like screwing up and getting in trouble and he's always finding all these like zombies and monsters and and nice. it usually ends up where like the He's a newspaper guy. The the police don't want him to print it because it's like nobody's gonna believe this. Not not only that, I don't want people to know that there's a vampire in town. What's that show? Christopher Lee's horror masterpieces or something like that. Have you ever heard of that? No, I don't know that one. I gotta I gotta find that one out. It's on Hulu Plus. Is it really? Yeah. I gotta uh, you gotta show that. To we me. made the uh, or I, I made the big jump to free myself from cable. I'm gone. Are you really? I ditched cable and I did uh, Hulu Plus and Netflix. And wow. I'll tell you what, when I got into that Hulu Plus, um, wow, there's a lot of stuff in there. And there's a, and there's a lot of old stuff in there, like Time Travelers is in there. Huh. Uh, like there is a ton, ton, a ton of stuff. And uh, I'm done. Are you gonna get? Are you gonna get um, local TV off the air or anything like that with no. that rabbit ear antenna? No, I don't care about that. Wow, you don't want to know what's no, okay. No, news is all bullshit anyway. Uh, you're you're you're, you're kind of right on that. <laughs> I'll just look on the internet from time to time and, and be like, yeah. oh look, they're just grandiosing something else. And so, what are you gonna do about pro football? I'm uh, not gonna watch it. Oh well, my god! There is some you can now. There's some like illegal sites that you can get get it from that well, stream out of the UK. About that. We don't know anything um, about that. What's the one called? Like Front Row Sports or something like that. 
Yeah, those things are those they're things hit are and miss because they 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 tap out every once in a while. Well, to be honest with you, I've been feeling more and more disconnected from football. Uh, it's something that I really love in my life. I oh love watching football, but it's so thug life now, and it's so oh. like just like I'm just kind of done. I'm just uh, like, and the last two Super Bowls have been the worst things I've ever seen in the history of ever. So, what's the big payoff then? If you hate something, if you if like. If everything is just nothing but oh okay here's Brady again and here's you know if you, like all these teams that you just despise and nothing that no, no team that you ever want to win ever wins then you're like ah eh, the hell with this so oh, I just I'm tapping man. out probably I might tap out of football completely oh man I'm I'm bummed out now I'm not I'm not I'm not thuggish enough for it I gotta like you know if I had like a tattoo on my stomach and I had a couple guns you know, <laughs> carried around all the time then I'd probably like it a lot more you know so anyway it's bringing me down man sorry dude but. Yeah, well, we'll you see You should what try happens. to get Amazon Prime too, or nah. I'm gonna leave something. it like a cause right as it is now. So basically, by this make this move, you know, I've gone from paying 130 a month, at which look, that's that's not. I liked cable, but yeah. that is never worth the return on investment is not even close. Yeah. Like three or four shows that I watch do not equal 130 dollars a month. That is true. That's bullshit, you know. So with the other thing you're talking, I think it's like. At, with the top end, um, Netflix, which is what I have, and that's top top end with the three discs and that. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I'm coming around at like thirty bucks. Yeah. Everything. It's all said and done. I'm like. <laughs> Hulu Plus is what. Seven dollars, like, seven ninety nine a month or something like that. But it's mostly network TV shows, right? No, it's a lot of stuff. Th- that's what was surprising to me. There's a lot of there's Criterion Collection signed on to them, like. There's Criterion Collection movies in there, man. Like, see, they don't promote themselves well. Not enough, because, what. yeah, it's it's a really financially now, and the, it's not like a thing where I was even like, I'm not strapped for cash. But when I sit there and think about it, I was like, twelve hundred bucks a, a year. Uh, no, more than twelve hundred bucks. Whatever. Ma- I'm not into math, but like, yeah, you're talking about like maybe fourteen hundred a year or fourteen hundred a year for TV. No, thank you. Are you, yeah, no, are you you're kidding? Right. You know, I mean, you like, gotta I was pay, like, you got to pay for cable too, and that's another yeah. whatever forty bucks. Yeah, that's a it lot. Is. I'm like, I don't need this shit. So I mean, and cable, I mean, internet, internet. You got to pay yeah. for internet. And when I went into the when I went into what Hulu Plus has, it's incredible. The so, amount of like shows they have, old shows, old collections of stuff, it's just incredible, man. So you know? so how are you still kept Bright House's internet? No, I'm not on Bright House's internet. We're on the uh, Verizon. Oh, you're on Verizon? How much is that a month? Too much. <laughs> what, is it 50 or 60? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, because no, it's it's tied in with the phones. Like, oh. It's one of those things where like we're paying... Like, like the money is like all things inclusive kind of thing. So, But whatever. Mm, man, another one bites the dust. Yeah, bye-bye, Cable. So, what I watched this week was Big Trouble in Little China, which that, that dropped onto Netflix... Uh, and I was like, yeah, I'm watching that. Uh, I've seen it a million times. I've now seen it a million and one times, and I love it. And then I did the Army of Darkness 2 and Evil Dead. Or Evil Dead 2, then Army of Darkness. Uh, I watched those back-to-back. Had a great time with a lot of beer, and it was fun for all. So, uh, yeah, that's all I watched this week. You're going to be all right, dude? You, you sh- no, I'm, 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 like, I'm shocked. Really? No more football for you, huh? Who knows, man? I, I, have, I have smart TV. I have internet on my television. Like, what do you mean you have smart TV? My my television has the internet on it. Like, oh, that's right. I forgot. I'm probably I not. And all that I'm probably crap. not yeah. gonna miss like you know a oh, whole yeah, hell of a yeah, lot yeah, of, yeah, of football yeah, if yeah, I really yeah, want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're talking about. You know what I mean, you got the internet on your TV. I forgot yeah. about that. Come on, man. It's okay. We'll I, I, right. I, the technology yeah. is not it's something <laughs> that I am not nostalgic for. I'm man, we'll we'll talk about more yeah. of that later. Yeah, let's drop in some um let's drop in some trailers and then we'll see if there's anything else we're all nostalgic for. Hint, diddy hint, hint. Hey. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? He made a legend out of nigger Charlie. He made a hit out of Hammer. Now, Fred Williamson is back as Black Caesar. Black Caesar. He carved out a name for himself in the blood of his enemies. Hail Caesar, godfather of Harlem. 
It's a jungle. It takes a jungle bunny to run it. Black Caesar. Get down! Music composed and performed by James Brown. Bandit called Peter Bones. Fred Williamson is Black Caesar. From American International, rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. This Caesar comes to bury you. Ghidra. The three-headed monster battles Godzilla. Mothra and Rodan for the world. All new, all never to be forgotten. See Ghidra, the three-headed monster. I've narrowed your choices down to five unthinkable options. Each will cause untold misery. I pick number three. You don't even want to read them first? I was elected to lead, not to read. Number three. Oh, yeah. Black Caesar and Ghidra. Nice double feature. Yeah, I think they went out together for a while, too. (laughs) (laughs) Zing! Didn't work out, but they tried. Nice. They tried their best. That was awesome. (laughs) Couldn't make it work, man. (laughs) They tried, dude. They tried, you know? It's just like, it's just today, it's tough. (laughs) Exactly. It's tough, the marriage between reptiles and gangsters, but... um, it could happen. Uh, in our world, it could. There's always hope. All right. So, what's our top ten? What do you want to do for our top ten this week? Nostalgia. Oh, wow. for? N- nostalgia. Isn't that awesome? You mean like the happy days and all like the... So not like, happiest, but the happy yeah, days. Yeah, like things that in your brain are way better than they really are or were. But yeah. you, like, you remember them fondly and don't go back because if you do... The nostalgia will be like, oh, this sucks, and that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> you go first. All right. I, of course, being like obscene, I forgot to write my list, but I will come up well, with one and, on the spot for you. Wow. And, you know, to be honest, or to be fair, that w- that's not true. Some of the stuff you're nostalgic for is as awesome as you think it, it was. It is. Oh, yes. A so lot yeah. isn't, though. Like, I can name a few off this list that were like, mm, yeah. Like, okay, down here, in here I have um, video arcades. Yeah, now, I can see that. Now, those at the time were great. Teen hangouts. But you know what? They weren't. They were scary, weird places where people, like, it was. they weren't as fun and neat as people remember them. Like, yeah, yeah, but you know what? You know what? And I'm going to counterpoint you on this. Uh-huh. All right. Maybe they weren't as great as you thought they were. Maybe the games now are, be- are better and cooler and all mm-hmm. that. But uh, my friend made this point one time, and it's, it was about bookstores, and that's something that I'm nostalgic for, which is going out of business. But we'll talk about the paper's it going out of business. Case like, is good, yeah, for whatever reason, because we need more trees. Uh, so the thing is, it's like those places, whether you like the games or not, they were a gathering point for socialization. Oh yeah, yeah. and you know the motor. It seems like everything's getting less polarized and more insular, and those are big words, meaning that like those are people are just words. staying at home and not going out unless. You go to a bar or a strip club to get, you know, whatever. But I miss those places. But, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Keep yeah. going. Well, you have a, that's valid points. I mean, they were always poorly lit places where lots of kids hang out, and that equals trouble. But that's where you learn social interaction. That's yeah. that's where, <laughs> as a kid, that's how you learn how to survive sometimes. Like, not like, I'm not talking yeah, about, like, talking gun, about like, I'm not yeah. like talking about like really surviving, but I'm talking about that's how you learn how to not get beat up. That's how you learn how to hang out. Like yes, you learn, yes, yes. you learn social norms. You learn from that interaction, and sometimes those are tough lessons. Sometimes those are get on your bike and get the hell out of there before something bad happens. Lessons, but it's still a lesson. Well, see, the, the you know, one, and they don't get those anymore. You know, like kids don't get those. You're not allowed to be. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, see, the one that the one that I had was at the mall. It was oh, called Fun Around. So those are like, like a lot more. Oh secure. God, yeah, it was a clean. You know. No, place. I'm talking about like bowling alleys or like oh. or, or like the <laughs> yeah, game yeah, rooms yeah. that are like freestanding, and you're yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Bad things happen there. Now, not yeah. not not kid touching bad things, Drinking but and well, or just yeah, trouble. trouble like the older yeah. kids are gonna beat up on the younger kids yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I never dealt with that. That's but that's part of the deal. Like yeah. like what you're talking about, the interaction. That's part of it. Yeah. That's not all interactions good, but that doesn't mean it's not a learning lesson. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and and you know, you just there's like little things. Yeah, so. you're thinking more like in a pool hall. But even I remember when I was where I lived in in Miami, which was in a, which wasn't supposedly a great neighborhood, but it wasn't a bad one either. The pool, 
the pool hall was brightly lit and there was no there was no you know like you know shenanigans in uh, there so yeah i don't know you know what the our like the bowling alley that i used to go to that had like the game room in it it was funny the like the bowling area was really lit and there was like a smaller back area where they just like <laughs> took out one of the pool tables and it was a separate room. Yeah. It would be a while before someone's coming back to help if you have screams for help. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And they probably wouldn't reply anyway because they'd be like, oh, those damn kids always, you know, being jerks. Yeah. All right. What am I nostalgic for? Yeah. All right. I'm nostalgic for my 1984 Schwinn Predator BMX bike. I yeah. saved up for quite a long time and... That was my mode of transportation, and I loved it. Yeah, that's a good one. That's sad. It got stolen. Never had one. Uh, got stolen, stolen by uh, a team. Bull, a team. Uh, a friend of mine borrowed it to ride home, and he rode home, and he let let, let it ling in his yard. Oh no. Well, no, but and then uh, the town bu- like a bully stole it. From you him. lived in a rough town, dude. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No wonder you got out of there. I'm nostalgic for my 32 inch waist. I had that for <laughs> I had that for some, quite some time, and I miss it greatly. Okay. I, I was uh, I, yeah. I, yes, I very much miss my 32 inch waist. Yeah. Uh, I miss the That's Atari. Tw- <laughs> Thanks. I miss the Atari 2600. <laughs> now I have an Atari 2600, but it's a lot of my game systems I have are like kind of packed away, shrink wrapped, and just you yeah. know they're they're like almost cataloged for museum <laughs> because like I I would horse trade and buy and sell. Until what I had was like the optimal uh, example of it. Yeah. So I have like a an Atari Twenty Six Hundred, the black one. It was barely ever played. Like the switches don't even move. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it's in its original box. It has all its wrappings. So like that and all its games. Now uh, the reason I say I'm ex- nostalgic for it because if you put in an tw- Atari Twenty Six Hundred, holy shit, those games are unplayable. Like yeah. they're good for about five to ten minutes when you're drunk. You're like, ah, oh, this is so fun. And you're like, okay, we can do something else now. You know, because the games, they don't hold up because, of course, that that's a technology that constantly evolves. Gaming's Gaming has gone... Ad nauseum. Ad nauseum, yeah. Ad nauseum. Um, I miss my... I'm nostalgic for my youthful exuberance. Like, I used to really believe in the world and have a bright outlook. That's not coming back. That's gone. You're bumming me. This is a bummer show. You're man. like, We're damn, man. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I am nostalgic for my grandparents, whom yeah, I love, yeah, whom yeah, I loved very yeah, much. Yeah, relatives. Um, yeah. I'm nostal- I'm nostalgic for all the cats that have been with me throughout my life and have passed away. Um, um, I've always had cats, and they've always been like my best friends, you know. And and that now this isn't a sad thing. It is sad that they're dead, but. Yeah. Shit, you know, life, yeah. that's life. You live, then you die. Yeah. Uh, I, I've always cared for them more than most people care for their kids. Like, yeah, that's cool. Even, you know, they were just always with me. Uh, I'm nostalgic for riding my 1978 Yamaha 80 mini bike. A mini My bike. dad got me a mini bike when I was a kid. Um, it was yellow with black stripes. It was the coolest of the cool. And I rode that thing. I rode it to death. Uh, no cops. You're in farmland. <laughs> I, that's where I rode everything. I rode that everywhere to my friends. I put h- millions of miles on that thing. I loved it. I'm nostalgic for the old fireplace at, or the fireplace at my old house. Uh, we lived in an A-frame when I was growing up, like mm-hmm. one of those like peak houses. Your dad built it. Yeah, right? my dad built it, and the the fire the fireplace was like a, a three stack fireplace that was about as big as a small car, like square, and it went from the basement all the way up straight through the top. And we you had a two-story house or no? Three-story. It was a, it was an a, there was a basement, huge basement, then the living quarters, then my your parents, dad I, built the basement too. He dug it no, out. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's a car. He was a carpenter. No, no, he had like friends do it and stuff. Oh, like, oh I, I, you yeah, know, help. yeah. He wasn't like Daniel Boone. No, no. But this fireplace, and it was one of those that we always had fires going. Like we, <laughs> we always had them. Like you know, so it was always warm. And I had this one cat that used to sit so close to it you couldn't touch her. Her name was Ozzy. She was this little black cat, and she used to put an we, we used to put an ottoman in front of it, and this cat would lay on it, like <laughs> next to the fire. And you if you you couldn't put your hand on the cat, like that's how hot she got. And she'd just be like, oh yeah, this is about right. You know, the cat was funny. Now before you the dad built the house, where did you live? No, I was never like he. Like, oh, you were, he, you he were built born. that before me and you my were sister born. were born. Oh, you know? oh, okay. That was like they, that was their dream, you know. Oh, oh, so. oh I got you. I got you. Uh, I am nostalgic for my first guitar. Now, when I was a kid, I, I had a guitar that was a, it was like an elect, a Les Paul knockoff. And Those it was black, it was black with chrome. 
and I was going to seek out getting another one, even though, like, with the level of guitars I have now, that thing would be, like, I probably would never even play it. I can't even find a picture of it. Like, I've had it, I had it for probably about six or seven years. I got rid of it before when I left for college. But, I, like, I don't even know what it was. And Les Paul knockoffs, it could have been a Hondo. It could have been an Agile. Yeah, it yeah, could have yeah. been whatever. You know, it wasn't a Gibson. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. a real one. It was one of those Japanese knockoffs. But I loved it. I played it a lot. Ah, uh, I'm nostalgic for the 80s. <laughs> yeah. The I wasn't nostalgic for the 80s. And especially after you watched this movie. Oh, yeah, there. dude. This movie this week, straight up nostalgia. Oh, boy. I had a backlash where I hated the 80s for a long time. And then I came back around and I was like, look, they weren't so bad. Like, my brain totally did a 180 on that where I was very thankful that the 80s were over. And as I mellow with age, I look back on some of the stuff and think, it was a funny time. It was a fun time. They used a lot of wacky colors and they were pulling away from the earth tones of the late 70s. And there was a wackiness to the 80s that were funny and kind of, I want to say, innocent. You know, not, like, well, not innocent, but... I, I think that was the last era, well, the 90s, too, to an extent, where I could say there was good and bad. <laughs> Ever mm-hmm. since then, it's just been bad. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not saying the 80s were great. They're, no, they always have good and bad, but yeah. ever since the 2000s, I don't see... I see not so much good. good. <laughs> I'm nostalgic for my time in Japan, which was some of the greatest times of my life, and I'm nostalgic for the bonfire parties that I used to have when I was a teenager. Oh, those things were <laughs> epic. Epic, we had yeah we had this bonfire pit that I built it was away from the house because we lived in like I said our nearest neighbor was miles away and we lived in the middle of a woods so we put a trail that would go that went out to the we were on the side of a pretty steep mountain not mountain but you know this might as well be a mountain and we built these this this octagon of decking me and my friends that like I, like as it went as the mountain went out like the the decking was level so your legs would hang off and in the middle of it was this big, deep bonfire pit that we that we dug out. We used to throw, like, full logs in. And we used to just take tons of beer down there and just have music and the fire, and we'd just be drinking our asses off. Yeah. And um, on the very other side of it, there was an open spot where there was this gigantic oak tree. And this tree was, like, huge. One of those, I've been here for 150 years, I'll be here for another 150. And so we used to call have what we called the pitcher's mound, where we where after you finished a bottle of beer, you stood up on the pitcher's mound and you whipped the bottle through the through the fire to smash off of this oak tree, <laughs> and half the time they would come back at you like you'd hear that, and they they'd hit somebody or they'd go flying and miss and they go flying and it was just this insanity and we just had so many crazy fires down there, oh, that so is much cool. fun. It was a very fun time, like all because we were all the same guys as all our friends. Like I knew everyone that was there, you know. So it was just a big blast, man. Oh, we used to man. just party the hell out. All right, that's it. That's all I'm nostalgic for. There's others, but who cares? Yeah. Sorry huh. for taking up so much time. When I, what do you got going on, man? What are you nostalgic for? Well, I'm just going to play off some of the stuff that you said. Yeah, do it, man. I'm actually nostalgic for my old town of Hialeah, where I grew up. I, when I grew up there in the 60s and 70s, it was really, even even in the early 80s, it was really cool. But every time I go back, it just becomes more more, like, jam-packed with people like overcrowded grungier you know it's kind of it's kind of sad when you go back and it just gets worse mm. you know i mean there's probably good areas in there like here and there but i'm just kind of nostalgic for yeah. how big is that how big is that highly is like uh, like tampa a, or, or no it's more like uh, largo maybe or something oh like so it's that. a pretty big area but not it's not huge, huge. it's oh. not huge but you know, it kind of like it started off as like a combination of Spanish people and American. It's kind of like now some. It's kind of got. It's kind of ghetto a little bit, but it's just it's just not a good ghetto. You know what I mean? It has the <laughs> flavor, but it has too much flavor. <laughs> <laughs> like too much flavor. Yeah, a little a little a little hint is great. You know, a little little restaurant here and there, but when it becomes like everywhere, it's just like ah, oh, I can't take it anymore. So yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of nostalgic for my old town. I'm kind of mm-hmm. I'm kind of nostalgic about. Going into like regular stores, like maybe a convenience store or whatever, and like having a spinner rack with the comic books. Oh yeah, you remember? I those? really miss that stuff. I mean, I love my comic shop. I love going there and and you know the whole nine yards. 
But I, I used to like just walking in and placing this, just like, oh, let's see what they got there. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You know, with the with the bookstores now, they, they you just subscribe and you know what you're getting and blah, blah, blah. The, the excitement of going and seeing something there that you weren't expecting. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. You know, I'll get that. So I'm just kind of, I'm kind of bummed out about that. I'm, uh, and okay, I'm nostalgic, even though they have places like this restaurant that I'm going to talk about, not around here. Uh, but there used to be a place called Royal Castle with the little slider burgers <laughs> and the birch beer no, not and all White that Castle? crap. No, White Castle was up north. I went to those. Those are still around. Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually went to those as a kid, and there was a gang fight going on outside. It was. <laughs> Excuse me, i got to get through. i got to get my... <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> you got to go know. through the gang fight to get your sliders. Yeah, be like <laughs> me and my grandparents in Queens, New York. <laughs> In 1966 <laughs> oh or Oh, my five. God, yeah. why? Yeah, well, we're eating there. There's, like, a gang fights with, like, Fonzie lookalikes, like, you know, doing whatever. Yeah. That would have been great if they would have done, like, the... Like yeah, the street, right, the, the Jets like and the, 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 jets and the Tops or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, I forget the name of it. Yeah, Royal, <laughs> Royal Castle was the local. <laughs> it would have been like, boy, in Miami, those gangs are way tougher than up here. They just dance and click their, yeah, they click just their fingers and around. Sing. And I mean, they're good singers, though, and they have nice choreographed steps. <laughs> and they're not a hair is out of place. You know, in Miami, they just have, like, knives. Yeah, and they, they just look, stab each other or shoot each other. Yeah, and bandanas and speak funny. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of nostalgic about. I mean, they may have them, but like single theaters, you know, with one screen, oh, not a multiplexes, yeah. you know, one big theater. I mean, they have like IMAXs and all that, but you know, the old neighborhood yep. one screen theater, you just go there like the one beach movie. Theater. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever do you ever remember like say like it was Friday night and they were the new movie was like whatever Indiana Jones and actually being a line outside to get in. I mean, that was like. It was crazy. I, I remember getting in lines to go see movies. It was insane. And the line would go around the building sometimes. And you're like, well, this is where we're cutting off for this one. You're first in line for the 10 o'clock showing. Yeah, exactly. And they would just stand there. They'd be like, all right. And they'd be like, yeah. Wow. Old TV. I'm nostalgic for old TV. Three or four channels and nothing else. And it was all interesting. It was all good. And as much as I love cable... It really kind of has become. I think. I think everything. There's a theme here. Everything that I'm nostalgic for when it when it was smaller. Ah. Uh, you know what I mean. The bigger it gets, the more. You know, more, the more out of like my realm it gets yeah. in, in a way. Well, it becomes homogenized. Yeah. Everything's dumbed down. It's not like for a single thing anymore. It's now it becomes, it's like for a single uh, like a single screen movie. It's an event. When there's 20 screens, no one gives a crap. Like there's 20 yeah. of them. Who cares about one? You know, like yeah. there's, you know, it's it's not it's not that single movie driven. It's not an event anymore. Yeah. Now there's 20 events, and that one is like whatever. Maybe you like that one. Maybe you don't. Who cares? Yeah, no, you know. And the thing with TV, the only other thing that happens when cable comes in and becomes so big, it becomes. And I mean, I'm not against corporations, but when it, everything gets corporate, it gets really like. They, they they take out all the gnarly cool things and and like corporate rock and then they it's just it's just they they figure out how to like homogenize it water to make down it, junk yeah they make it watered down so they can get more people to to like you know bend their you know like change their taste and go well I guess I'll 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 like it yeah, it's yeah. a world of good enough yeah instead of yeah. a world of like really bad and really good it's a world <laughs> of mediocrity you know or like the world of holy shit did you see that yeah. like when something's really like surprising or groundbreaking you go holy crap did you see that like wow you know yeah no of course i you know like you said before i miss my relatives you know that passed away there's a few of them and you know i miss them i miss my 34 inch waist (laughs) i didn't get the. i never got the 32 it was like yeah those are the days back in you know i and i was i held that for a long time even even like even when i was at the restaurant as a restaurant manager for a while it only it only got like i've lost that since i've been on the uh Five pounds a year for fifteen years plan, sitting in a cubicle watching. Oh yeah, your the ass graphic grow. design. Watching like, your ass grow. You know, yeah. you're just sitting there and you're not doing. You yeah, know, you're farming your ass <laughs> and your gut. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I miss muscle cars. Even though they're out there now, but like in the olden days, you had those boats, those big boat cars that were made out of steel, Man. and it was like, okay, you hit me, but so what? They you had know? no business going as fast as they were because. No, no. I mean, and 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 going along. I miss I miss cheap gasoline. <laughs> oh my God! I wanted to put that on my list and I forgot. 
you remember like yeah. back in the day when they were like, if gas goes over a dollar, I'm selling my car, and that's gonna be it. I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. what happened in those days? Yeah. Sometimes we clip over four now. <laughs> no one's saying that. I, I miss I miss radio. I miss FM radio. I mean, it really sucks ass right now, but it oh, used to be so like bad. the coolest thing. And I miss AM radio too. That used to be the coolest thing too. You would get like such a great combo of music. You know, you get a, all sorts of like cool hits or whatever you want to call it. And now it's just like again, cor- it's corporate. It's been incorporated into like mediocrity, which so is what usually. Here's happens. A, here is a question about radio though. Do you think now? Is it more of a perception that they only play eight songs, or do they actually just play eight songs? No, like, they play about thirty. Is it that many? Because probably it just seems like it's. But it's just the same sh- shitty hit off the album. Oh my god, they don't even vary from it. It's like okay, instead of Freebird, maybe play like Gimme Three Steps or something. From whatever, just play whatever. You know what I mean? Like, and they just don't. Instead, instead of a whole lot of love, do like the immigrant song, or maybe I Babe, like I'm gonna song. leave you, or something. You know, do something different. I don't care if it's the same band. Instead of like Iron Man, play Planet Caravan. Yeah. Take me to another level of the album because there's usually like eight ten songs on it just don't. don't play the two don't play dream on play like uh train kept a rolling or something mm. i don't know yeah you know yeah it's 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 a lot of it is that it's the uh it's the corporation like, the wow. corporate you know of, of like the media and and stuff like that of course i miss like having a bicycle but i don't know if i'd yeah. want to ride a bicycle these days because i'm Whenever I drive, bike riders annoy me because they get in the middle of the road and they're like, you know, and and then they. they I don't. do I do ride bike a lot, and I'll tell you what it's it's. I wouldn't it's, ride on the street. It's vicious, man. It's so hard. It's so hard down here. Yeah. I I ride on the sidewalks as much as I can, and that still you have to have your head on a swivel, because people are coming out of driveways. People are like, it's yeah. really bad. It's bad, like. Uh, to survive down here riding a bike it's hard I know I mean I, you know obviously you have to get you give the right of way but I think a lot more people should really think about the sidewalk <laughs> you have to think of both ways you know yeah one that I had on my list that I wanted to get to quick uh, I forgot uh, my, my first school I'm nostalgic for my first schoolboy crush you know you, oh yeah like you know the first time when you, you're like wow you know yeah you know, it's crazy uh, the, the, what was the last one they had another one oh bookstores Oh, I yeah. miss bookstores. There's not that many. They're all going out of business. I mean, the comic book shops are still around and they're hanging in there. But like the Borders and like the Waldens. Waldens may still be oh, around. But but there used to be sorry. places down in South Florida where there was like used books. And a lot that of those are going all, out of business. It's all gone now, man. There's a couple here. You got to go downtown. But the, a lot of them are gone. And, and Wilson's. But down in South Florida, there was this place called All Books. And, and, and there was like three or four. We used to call them All Crooks. And there was little hole-in-the-wall people. They had the little... And I would find the gems there. I, wow. I miss hunting, going out with friends or whatever and hunting for stuff because I guess I'm a hunter, like, by uh, <laughs> whatever, you know. And now it's just like you just go online and you type it and and, and, and there that, you go. And then it comes eventually in the mail. Yeah. And I've got millions more, but we'll just end it there. All right. Cool. Well, that's what we're nostalgic for and others. But that's it. And uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. All hell breaks loose in The Evil, a chilling tale of supernatural suspense. The Evil, rated R, no one under 17 admitted without parent. John Wayne is McHugh. And this time, for the first time, he's a cop. Three cops are dead. Two million dollars in junk is missing. And somebody's trying to hang it on McHugh. Santiago's collecting the murder squad. McHugh's got a job. If he can't do it with the law... You're off the investigation, Lieutenant. He'll do it beyond the law. All right, bud. Come on out. We know you're in there. You've seen tough cops before, but you've never seen a cop like McHugh. McHugh is everybody's target. You've never seen John Wayne before. Like this. Wayne on wheels. In McHugh. From Warner Brothers. Rated PG. All ages. Parental guidance suggested. Wait! If you kill my dad, you'll never know where the treasure is buried. What treasure? Uh, the treasure of I'm a Wiener. I'm a Wiener? (laughs) Classic. 
That's right. John Wayne is McHugh. Mc, McY. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Crazy. All right. Nothing. You have nothing on that one? You said that was the one he McHugh. did? McHugh. Oh, yeah. That's a movie that he made because uh, he turned down Dirty Harry. Yep. He turned down. John Wayne turned down Dirty Harry. Much to... Thank much God. To, Clint Eastwood's like uh, gra- uh, you know thank, career. Thank God. Yeah. I don't think uh, I don't think it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked at all. No way. No, I mean because Clint Eastwood got away with the, some of the stuff that John Wayne couldn't have. Yeah. Oh yeah. Clint Eastwood was cool. Like, John Wayne was like this old war horse, and they would have been well, this old racist jerk off. Or yeah, whatever. exactly. And Clint was like, oh, that guy's young and badass. He was very steely eyed, yeah. and you know, he was. Very, he, that was a great movie. I love it. It is movies. a great movie, and we, and we watched it on episode something or other. Yeah, we, we sure talked did. about it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, but what did we watch this week? Talk about eighties nostalgia, dude. Oh my god. Talk about Valley Girls, dude. Yeah, those girls. They they were they were good though. They were yeah they were good. I I always had a thing for Catherine Mary Stewart, so that's, that's probably why is that I like the the, movie. the tall dark haired one. Yeah, yeah, Reggie. Yeah, yeah Reggie. We yeah. Were, we're talking about Night of the Comet. Yeah. What is it? Nineteen eighty four. Uh huh. Nineteen eighty four's Night of the Comet. The year of George Orwell. Oh my God. Yeah. The um. Good movie, surprisingly good movie to me. Uh, it was a fun movie. It was yeah, it was one that I had with, never with, watched with crappy music. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. They, the the soundtrack for this was very new wave and new age, and I'm like and bootleg, and I'm like, what are you doing? Why we couldn't all, afford to get the real song with all the stuff that's out there? You that's what you have to run with, but whatever. And, Ray, you, can, and you can tell this movie looks good, but this movie was made cheap. Oh yeah, this was cheap, 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 cheap. This, this is rate what? But ra- good actors. This is race what you brought all day long. You know what I mean? Just good. At, I mean, ca- charismatic actors, people that you've seen and know and you like, people yeah. that um, Boy, people that are good actors. Yeah, and so that that's what carries this movie for me. Oh yeah, well, and it's. It's a lot more fun than I, th- I, I. I was. Re- I actually was hesitant to watch it. Uh-huh. And I. I and clicked it's gone on. too from Netflix. Oh, I know. Way. I saw that. And one and of their like, purges, constant purges of movies. Yeah, it says this is here till April fifteenth, and I was like, well, guess I'm watching this now. Like, yeah. and I watched it, and I was like, this is kind of fun. And I and that that girl, uh, you said her name, Catherine Mary Stewart Regina. I just I was like, who is this girl? Like you've seen her. She's like she's in the last Starfighter. She's been in everything. Last Starfighter is where she I was in saw Weekend her. with Weekend at Bernie's. And she was one of those that's very pretty, but not like Playboy pretty. Like just no. kind of like Girl Next Doorish. Is that what you yeah, say? Yeah. You know? And and the reason I'm uh, and, and I'm nostalgic for her because she. <laughs> I'm nostalgic for I'm her. I'm nostalgic for her. Well, I'll tell you why. Because there was a girl I knew back in the 80s, and she kind of looked like her, and it was the girl that got away. So, you there know, you what go. can you do? You uh, know? But, yeah, so were you like, friend-zoned? Or, or? Yeah. Fr- nah, well, <laughs> yeah, I, well, here's what the deal is. I was like 22, and she was like 17, so they couldn't do That'll much. That'll do it. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't go there, but yeah, there good. was a liking there, but nothing happened. Good. Thankfully, you took the high road. I took the and, high road, And yeah. you're not doing this from jail. <laughs> yeah. I took the right. I took the high road and my right hand. Yeah, but there anyway, you go. Yeah, uh, but anyway. And so this is one of those movies. This is one of those end of the world movies. I hope they don't remake it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can see where this would go, and it would be horrible. Everyone, grim everyone would be so cool, and the zombies would be so fast and evil. The zombies were just kind of a minor nuisance. Like. It it was like almost like the zombies from the first oh, yeah. I Am Legend. Oh, yeah, um, what's yeah. not no, Last Man on Earth? Last Man on Earth. And this movie has a, Last Man on Earth is another one influential influence this movie. Oh yeah, for and sure. And the Omega Man and all that. For sure. Stuff, now yeah. there was some scary stuff. For sure. In there. For sure. Oh, like gag me with a spoon. I'm so sure. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I know 80s slang. I know enough to get. I don't speak jive, but yeah, I know enough to get to get through you it. You know. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, this is one of those you can tell it was very much written for teenagers. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah it was. Teen. That's the slant for it. They, you know, during crises they go shopping at the mall. You know, <laughs> like that kind of stuff was is fun and innocent and funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you laugh at it now because you're like, oh, that that was the mentality in the '80s. You know. Yeah. And I, the second I saw him, I knew who I was looking at as the projector. The guy, the young guy running the projector. Yeah, what movie was he? He was in a lot of those movies. Boy. Oh no, no, no! You know him. His name is Buck, and uh, he's here to do something and kill Bill Volume Two. Is he really? He is Buck. 
Oh, from God, Kill Bill 2. And him. the second I saw him, very young, very, very young, I was like, oh my God, that's Buck. <laughs> and I, I stopped the movie that. and I ran and I typed it. I was like, yes, I nailed it. Like, because he is so young. That is the guy who drove the pussy wagon in. Oh, that's Bill the guy who drove the pussy wagon? Oh, yeah, I didn't know the guy, that. the guy oh. who was like whoring her out when she was in the I hospital. I, I didn't recognize him. Oh my! I god. knew him, and I was like, "No way!" Oh my god! Did you, did you get the Did you get the DMK thing? I, well, I knew the the ending guy was that, but who like? Did you get what, the video game and then then the ending? Yeah, 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 yeah. DMK, you got that right. DMK was the guy in the video game that she had a right. beat or whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay, that she. Yeah. It was kind of funny because that to me represented how. That she she was obsessed with that, and then she she's grown as a character. Yeah, yeah. Because she yeah, didn't yeah. say anything about it. She didn't even care about it. She yeah. thought because now she had the two kids. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So like her little fake. I, and I know I might be like injecting yeah. real how real uh, movie thought into a yeah right theater, right. but that's kind of what it meant to me. Like yeah. she's moved on so much. The sister was fun. I yeah, thought she th- was in Fast Times, Kelly Moroni. I thought the sister was going to be like, oh, you're the horrible part of this movie. No, she was... She good. wasn't. She wasn't over-the-top, goofy... She was the cheesecake. Yeah. She, now, th- I think she was brought on as like, hey, if you don't think this girl's really sexy and hot, here's this plucky little blonde who's going to be jumping around in a, in a cheerleader outfit for the most of the part. Yeah, because Regina is basically the hero of the movie. Right. So the other one is her sister, and she has to be kind of like, almost like, not comic relief, but... Yeah. You know, you got to have somebody else. The first time you see her, she's in the that straight-up spandex. Off. I mean, there's only... At, at, at this point, at one point in the movie, you only think there's three people in the world left. So, yeah. So, she, there's got to be more than two right. to make a movie. Well, I guess we better, like, at least set this up. We're talking about the movie without even yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, So, we meet, we meet the girl. She's working at a movie theater in the... This looks like a cinemaplex, kind of a mo- part yeah, of a... Yeah, I miss those. Yeah. Uh, back in, L- so in L.A. She, or whatever. But, and her boss is yelling at her because she's playing video games instead of um, instead of working. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't pay you. You clean up now. And she's like, okay, one minute. So she's playing um, Tempest. And she's knock- making sure that no one else's scores are up there, which was a thing back in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, to show complete dominance of a game, you wanted your all your initials always. like. Uh, so... So then she does. She's like, "Oh, who's this?" Because somebody popped up at number six, D D M K. Yeah, yeah. And that was the initials. And she's like, and then she, for a while she was obsessed about who is D M K. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, and she was so obsessed that she has to beat him. Yeah, she had to beat him. She stayed there until she knocked his score out. Yeah. You know, which whatever he probably just put a quarter in, played it, and then went to the movies. You know, like right, where she's right. so. She goes, okay, and then, she, like, she says, oh, I'm off work now, and she goes up to the projectionist. Projectionist is Buck from Kill Bill, as I had said. Uh, very young, and I don't know his real name, and sorry about that. So he's there, and he's, like, this weird wheeler dealer. Like, he's selling movies that are in the... He he's talks renting about, them. He, and he talks about that movie, It Came From Outer Space, which has a comet or something uh-huh. that's going to Earth. So there's, there's a lot of little tie-ins. There's a Death Race 2000 movie. Poster. It's a poster. It's a poster. I think there's a, there's another one, too. The Death Race poster is on the inside of the door when yes, they go out. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And it was the good one where Carradine has his arm draped over the shifter yeah. you know, and, and everything else. So yeah. So basically, like, now, so she's shacking up with him, and he's kind of like this weird wheeler dealer, like where he's renting movies out overnight and saying, well, you better have it back in the morning and this is a primo copy and you get a hundred bucks. And you know, so he's like a, I don't want to say a slime ball, but he's kind of shady, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So they sleep together in the projectionist room, which is covered in steel, which, which is, is important steel. Yeah. It's all, it's an all metal room room with no openings or anything. During this when she's trying to get out of coming home cuz she's a kid. This is a kid that's doing 18 this. Or 18, whatever. yeah. She's like, "Oh, she calls home." And that's where where we're introduced to her home life. The sister answers the phone and she's wearing that straight up like those spandex yoga <laughs> outfits or workout outfits that they used to have in the 80s. Oh yeah. And this girl has her legs in very uh, strange positions like her one leg is kind of up over her head, but they have the camera in so tight, you only see, like, most of... It's weird. It's a very odd angle, and she's talking. I guess she's supposed to be stretching, but you're like... And she's got that teased-out 80s hair, oh, poofy dude, hair. Oh, straight up. Yeah. This is teased up to the moon, uh, you yeah. know. And she's like, okay, I'll tell her. And you can tell that the sisters don't... 
they love each other, but they they fight a lot. They're different. Yeah, they're and they're different. She's like, just tell mom I'm studying, and then she goes, hey, I'm supposed to just tell you that she's studying. Like she's narking on her while she's handing and the mom. Mom, the phone. mom really is stepmom. She's yeah. not mom. She's the bitchy stepmom. Oh, played yeah. by the Sharon Farrell, who's really good. Lo- was well, she's good looking, and she's always good at being bitchy. Ah, there you go. So she, you, I don't think we even never meet the dad, do we? No, we never meet the dad. No. We see a picture on the wall. Ah, or okay. Something. So she's he like, was in, he was in. He was in somewhere fighting the Sandinistas, they said, or something. I don't know if he was mili- a military guy. Yeah, weird. So she's like, oh, you come home now. And she's like, no, I'm not going to. And then she's like, whatever. So this is the big night of the comet. There's and then they punch each other. <laughs> because the because the girl says like something or other, and the mother goes, some, and, they, and the mother slaps her, and they slap her back. And then the mother says, well, all you're going to be doing outside anyway is like, what, with hanging out with Chuck and him putting his hand down your pants. And she punches the sister, and I was like, whoa, that came out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, you're you like, know? wow. I was like, okay. It's a very violent, horrible family, you know. Yeah, yeah. Family life is not what it should be. Yeah, so then so then we find out later that the, the sister actually... Split. split, but she hides in a in a shed. Yeah. So the, the, the so the, the one sister is sleeping with Buck, who likes to you know what in the in the, projection in the projectionist room. room, covered in steel, covered in steel, and then the sister gets into a fight with the stepmom and runs away from home. Well, she doesn't have anywhere to go, so she just ends up sleeping one of those metal Shed. uh, sheds that has like yard stuff in it. Yeah. Right. Right. So fast forward, you hear Buck arguing with somebody on the phone he's like oh he didn't bring back my copy i'm gonna go That's get the next him. morning yeah, yeah the next morning so it's the next morning and she's just laying there eating popcorn because <laughs> that's all there is to eat and uh and that part with part of this was really kind of funny because this did this was written well from the from the perspective of a kid because i thought back a lot to like when we were young we didn't overthink stuff like we do now. No. Like, if I'm leaving the house now, I make no. sure I have this and have that. And do you have this? And I, oh my God, what happens if, when you're a kid, you just go, and nothing ever happens. If you're hungry, you just forage along the way. They, one point, she reaches over the counter and steals a bag of Twizzlers, and yeah. she's eating those. Kids just kind of cut and run. Like exactly. where adults kind of overthink things. Well, what if I'm thirsty? I better bring a water with it. I think it's called responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> There's a point where you're like, take it back you a take notch. It back so, yeah. a little bit, yeah. So anyway, so so the so buck leaves to go get his print back and get his money and he gets killed. In the by night, a zombie. By a zombie. And, that, and that's where you're like, oh, wait a minute, what? So that's your first taste of, of, of something's bad's happening because there's also no traffic. And this is L.A., yeah, you There's, see like pan of the streets and you see like nothing going on. And yeah, this is, nothing, nothing. And the sky's like this weird haze of orange or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the co- everybody, I think you forgot to say that everybody on that night, everybody, there was a comet. It was an event. It was I, an yeah. event. There was a comet that was coming by Earth for the first time in 65 million years. And they said the last time it, it appeared on Earth, it was when the dinosaurs became extinct hint, so everybody baby, is hint, out hint. this is christmas yeah. of 1984 and everybody's having a big party oh it's it's party time outside yeah. waiting for the comment so yeah we forgot to mention that mm-hmm. so that's so, very important because yeah, <laughs> that's the whole night of the comment since that's the whole driving force of everything yeah, that happens yeah, yeah, ever yeah, i'm just right i can see why i just skipped over that yeah yeah no uh, we sorry forgot about sorry, that everyone. so yeah this comment has hit and it's done something yeah now it and and th- it didn't hit the earth but it went by it went by and it. the tail of it like we like the earth went through the tail and the tail is what it basically turned everyone to dust basically or yeah. or or if you were partially if you were partially um exposed exposed you turn into a zombie yeah if you were in a metal room you were safe yeah and then and but then there was also i think something in the beginning too i can't remember exactly there was a group of there was you know all different types of people. There was people out partying. There was people working, and then there was a group of people that were like some scientists or whatever. Yeah. And they were kind of like didn't know what to expect, so they were kind of bunkered up too. But they were taking, they were they were worried, you know. They were like the people. So there, there's that group too that uh-huh. we need to yeah, mention because they will show up and later. They, and they were like out in this weird desert deep, deep space or deep space deep uh underground bunker yeah with like multiple layers this is like a government facility yeah because they were expecting something bad to and happen. and they were expecting something bad to happen which it did um so yeah so now okay so then the the comet goes by everyone's woohoo and then you know then they wake up the next day and everyone's gone and what happened like they pick up their clothes and there's this orange dust floating out of it like yeah. everyone has been reduced to ash you know yeah 
So yeah, the, so then the guy gets attacked by the zombie, and he like the zombie just bashes him zombie, over the head. Yeah, gets him like nothing. Gets him and takes him away, and then she goes out and looking for him, and she locks herself out of the. Yep, of course, ditzy kid. Theater. The door yeah. closes, and she's like, "Oh no!" So then, um, then she's gonna go get hit. She sees his motorcycle still there, and she's like, "Oh, that's weird." And then she finds a bloody hammer and, and the, the keys and the keys, and he's like, "Um, hmm, this is all bad." Then the zombie comes after her, but she knows karate. Yeah, both of them do. Both the kids. Because dad was military, so they know how to use weapons, <laughs> yeah, they and they do. know karate. Which is awesome. Because dad was military. Yeah, so. and that was really funny, like, to see that, and you knew why. Like, it made sense the way they explained it. Like, it wasn't, like, just thrown in there like, I know karate. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, the dad drilled this kind of yeah. survival stuff, and that resonates with me, because my dad did that. Like, there you go. we were brought up pretty hardcore with, shooting and yeah. fighting and throwing knives go. and axes. So, like, we, we're very good at that kind of killing skills from my dad's upbringing, and that's the same way with them, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you wouldn't expect it out of this. The, the sister's a bigger woman. She's 5'9 or 5'10". The plucky side sister, the, the blondie, she's like a small little 5'2". Yeah. Cutie, she's like a little cutie, cutie pie, little you know? cheerleader yeah, type. Yeah, cheerleader. And she, but she does some ass-kicking, too, which is oh, pretty yeah, great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you have it. Now she's she does get away from that zombie. She's riding and she starts to realize what's going on. There's a there's a car sitting there with nobody in it, where the radio is still playing but it's on a loop. Um, she goes to the home to the sister and she's like, oh, you know, we're what's going on? And the sister's like, whatever. I just slept in a in a garden shed. I was like, she's like, I slept in a garden shed. I'm not really on my A game today, you know. She, right. they, she wasn't really even talking of that much. And she's like, she goes, and says, where is everybody? She goes, what do you mean? And she goes, don't you realize, do you hear this, this Saturday, there's no kids outside, there's nothing going on? She goes, I don't know, I was <laughs> sleeping in a shed, I just <laughs> got back home. That made me like laugh, that was like so funny, she's like, I don't know, I just spent a night in a shed, like that's how she said it. Yeah. And uh, and then they, they slowly, the, the sister's pretty smart, she figures this out quick. Yeah. Because she's even like, oh, you were in a steel building, and... And then they go to the... So then they hear the radio still playing, so kids being kids, they're, they're like... Looking, well, looking for a sign of life, because yeah, they think yeah. everybody's dead. So, so they're like, okay, there's a radio station, there's a voice coming out, let's go to the radio yep. station. So they go there, and no, it's on a tape. You see the... Yeah, you see the, the tape. Real, on a reel-to-reel, not on a computer, on yeah. a reel-to-reel. Nice. Yeah. And then, But then there is a guy there. What's his name? Hector. Yeah, Hector, yeah. So Hector pops up in there, and then they, there's that awkwardness where, like, oh, we're just trying to survive, and, you know, and they're fighting, and they fight... But then they like realize, okay, look, we better team up because they're the only three people. Yeah, left. and then because he slept in the back of his truck, he's a truck driver. Yeah, he met some girl and they met slept some in the girl and they slept the in the truck, yeah. you know. Then she split, and then he's like realized what's going on. Right. And so they're meeting, and then and then at some point the two girls are kind of like fighting over him in a way because the ones, what am I gonna do? He likes you, you know yeah. that kind of crap, so, that sister crap. Yeah, or it was weird, and you could tell that the younger sister lost out to the older sister all the time. Yeah. She's the like, younger he, one even said, you took all my boyfriends or whatever. You take everyone. She's like, everyone falls for you and they just they just cast you Because the older sister's more aggressive. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. She She's is. more aggressive. She's tougher and more aggressive, yeah. So like, we better move this along a little bit. So so basically, Hector sits out to see if his parents are still alive. Because the girls at this point know that their family's gone. Yeah. They yeah. think dad might still be alive because he's a military guy, but they don't know. He's in South America. Yeah, he's in South America. And this is like long before the time when any everyone was connected at all times yeah there was this very eloquent time in life when you didn't yeah you didn't have you didn't have phones you didn't have nothing you could just leave and just be gone for a while and no one freaked out and no one said oh no i can't get a hold of mal on the phone i better try the backup phone or the pager or have him satellitely linked up and followed you know they sent smoke signals yeah back then they were just like well see you sometime okay see ya you know yeah, I got in trouble for some of those, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. There was strict rules back growing up. Like, yeah. look, if you're not going to be home, you better tell us by 8 or 9. Yeah, I got and, in trouble uh, for some of those. Yeah. Anyway. My parents were pretty forgiving, but I, I knew the rules and followed them pretty strictly as far as check-ins. Yeah. I got to a phone somehow and said, look, we're not going to be home. And they were like, okay, cool, where are you staying, blah, blah, blah. So anyway. So the phone rings, and, the, and so she so the one girl, the younger said, goes on, and she starts being Miss DJ. Yeah, she starts just be, being a DJ. And, the, and then she goes, anybody, anybody got any requests, give me a call or whatever. She's joking. She thinks there's nothing. And, mm. then, a, and then a request comes in. The phone rings, and she's like, holy, she flips out. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, like, they don't pick, and then they say, hello, you know, uh, Hector picks it up. Who's there? Who's there? Who's there? And then, like, nothing. 
You know, and he goes like, oh, well, obviously there's somebody left alive. Right. But he ends up leaving the two girls. I don't this. I don't understand why they wouldn't go with him, but he leaves them there at the radio station, and he takes off to go to see his parents. And you know. yeah, and then he finds out they're dead. And the, kid. and the two girls go on, and then the two girls leave, and they go on a sh- they they practice their shooting. Yeah, they're they're just shooting a Mac Ten, and it was funny because those are junk guns. Like, and Uzi, she says that yeah, too. Uzis and Mac Tens were very popular in the eighties and nineties, early nineties, and they are just throwaway junk guns. They're just used as a way of putting a lot of lead in the air towards other people. Right. right. They're not accurate. They don't shoot particularly well. They're just a little tiny box that fires a lot of shit. Yeah. Everyone knows it that knows guns, like, you know. And she says, and she's like, Dad, that's why Dad would have never brought this shit home. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. they're shooting it. And it was like, this is a piece of crap. Because they were just, like, practicing on a car. Because who cares? Yeah. Where yeah. they got them, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I mean, everything was everything was still working. Yeah. You get, I mean, the, the, the radio station still worked. I mean, the food, I guess, was still good. And it yeah. was just the people that You have quite a while before you toast. have to worry about and, stuff. And then, but then when, when Hector goes back to his... his uh, family he sees there's nobody there and then he encounters the little zombie kid. kid yeah there's like this neighbor kid and he doesn't want to kill him because he goes like i like kids <laughs> and he's like out running this weird little kid and he's, he's a little zombie kid it's it was so like, funny okay. like it was done fun it was funny he ends up running through a bathroom and locks him in and, yeah, yeah and then yeah, takes yeah, off he's yeah. like well i'm done and then the two girls after the after the shooting decide to go into on the shot oh the shopping spree at the mall yeah, the sister's really depressed and angry and she's angry about losing hector to the sister yeah and she's upset about just everything Thing. And then, and she was like, I had this crush on this boy. And yeah, he's yeah, dead yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, you right, know, he's right. dead. Like she's flipping out. And then the sister's like, Look, let's just go get you some new new clothes. She's like, Where? And we're like, We well, don't need a credit card. You just and they talk about credit cards a lot in this movie. Yeah, they do. Because that was a big deal. Eighties in the eighties, credit cards were very cool. Yeah, they Everyone were. Everyone like had a lot of them, and, cool and they were and, groovy. and they were like, Don't, don't. You know, now now we know better. But and of course, you all maxed them out. Yeah. <laughs> So she, uh, they run and they go into the mall and they start doing this wacky. And then they play that bull that that they couldn't afford the real. Girls song. just wish they were having some, fun. Yeah, you know? some like some some whatever cover band doing girls or what. And that's kind of annoying, but you it know was. whatever, whatever. Yeah. And there was there was a lot of nice touches where like when they put the box down, they showed them pushing play on like a stereo, yeah, yeah, you know, like yeah, one of those boom boxes stuff. And Hector is grabbing things and throwing them into a bag quickly as he runs out, like. There's a lot of stuff that other movies don't do that are illogical, where this one was fairly logical. It was fairly logical. And and, and, con- and cur- currently, the people in the, on the desert, the survivors or whatever, are coming to... They know where the radio station is, so they're right. coming to town to because they're survivors. And you think yeah. they're... Well, you can't... No, they didn't look too nice. You, know? yeah. you think they might be scientists doing a good thing, but not they all really. They all wore the same jumpsuit, you know? Yeah. It was very cultish. And, yeah. And they, and, but they at this point, you don't really know why. And they have an internal struggle because they're like, we're not going to get anyone else. We don't need anyone else. They're all dead. Let's just stay here. Yeah. And, the, and that's Mary Warrenov, who we just discussed before yeah. we were on air, has been... She's been here as about as much as me. Yeah, uh, pretty much. She's yeah. she's like in every movie that I uh, that apparently that I like. She's our uh, you know my, uh, mascot. Yeah, she's awesome. So she, she's there saying, <clears throat> "I don't want any more." <coughs> yeah, she, she doesn't want any more. But the you know the main guy Jeffrey Lewis, who is the father of Juliet Lewis, the guy with the glasses, the main guy. Yeah, he's like, well, no, no, we got to go there. And you later on you find out why they want to. Yeah. You know, get but the, people. yeah. So they win and they go and they they forage out to get these kids, and they and they end up like you know finding mm-hmm. them. But in the meantime, while the girls are in the mall, they come across they yes. they cuts to like somebody watching them, and there's like another group of guys, but they look like kind of like skanky punk dudes. They, these are skinheads. They're they're Skin, they're skinheads. Okay, yeah. And they and they're and they start. They go over the intercom really creepily, like. And they work there. You don't I have think that's any. Why. Yeah, you don't have. You're not supposed to be buying that. Where's your credit cards? Yeah. So yeah, they were like the 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 janitors or the janitors, and now they own the place. Now they own dead. the place, so they they're treating it like it's their store. Yeah, yeah, yeah And they're yeah. very weird. They take them captive quickly. They're after a pretty good gun battle. Um, <clears throat> they get them. They catch them, and then then they like tie them up, and they're like, oh, you you know. What do they say? Oh, we don't. See, we didn't see that. I don't see anything at all. And they, 
He they dressed up as here, and he's like half zombie. He's, he's becoming a zombie. So yeah. obviously now there's people that didn't so that survive, but they have whatever they yeah. caught whatever they caught from the virus. The and ashes, and they're are, becoming are the, they're the, becoming zombified. They have 48 yeah. hours or something. The dust like that's that. blowing around is what's making people. Yeah, well, because not really because it would have made the girls. I mean, these people well, obviously no. got no because oh. I think what happens what what happened was I think they talk about it was that the people in the bunker got in. Well, I'm going to give away a little bit what's going to happen, but they uh -huh. got infected, not badly they because they were the air vents. because they left the air vents open. So if you got a little whiff of it while it was coming, you're 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 oh. you've got it. But if you were if you were like completely shielded off, you didn't get it, even though it's in the air. But I think it's it's not going it's to infect now, you. So yeah. Okay. So some people have some people are becoming kind of like in the Last Man on Earth. Omega Man. Some people are died. Some people got it and they're still alive. And there was like a few, well, one in that movie that were immune. But in this movie, they're immune because of the steel covering where gotcha. they were. Or whatever. Right. Yeah. So they, but they do escape from the 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 skinheads. Well, no, the skinheads captured them. But then all of a sudden, while they're ready to kill them, the skinheads get killed, and it's the and it's <laughs> yeah, the, they, uh, they are the, the scientists. The scientists break and in. they only go two of them go right to the the two. No, they all go. Yeah, yeah, no, they all go. They kill them, and they bring the two girls. Right, well, and yeah, this part's weird, because Hector's then, still out there somewhere. And then they take the girl, the, 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 the... The two girls. They take one, the two girls. One they take to, you know, Regina one they, take they take to into the, the... Into the helicopter to go back. And the other, and the other one, one they say, oh, I'm going to give you a shot for your rash. They think she's oh, infected. Oh, yeah, that's right. So they give her a shot. Captain, yeah. And, and they think, and, and the one guy, the two of there's two of them, one guy thinks he's going to kill her. Or or whatever, and then she basically just gives her some like knockout. Yeah, she thing. knocked her out instead of killing her. And although then, they think she killed her. And then it's Mary Warnoff, and then like she has a fight, she has a discussion with the guy, and then she kills the guy. Yeah. And it turns out that she's got a conscience. Yeah. And she knows she's gonna become a zombie, and she doesn't want to like do yeah, this, she, she which, which we'll find out. So she basically offs herself, and then we cut to Regina, in the uh, being being um you know uh grilled by the main guy jeffrey lewis yeah and then there's also a couple of kids that they had on the helicopter so there was a couple of kids that were alive too and they're getting grilled too at the uh yeah. at the compound or whatever. so the compound and the questions are like have you ever had hepatitis yeah. have you ever had blah 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 you know so so basically what they do is they take the kids to the side and they start or they're getting they're prepping them to put them on what they're doing is they're they're taking blood from healthy people and keeping them alive in comatose. They're, they're brain kinda. killing them, but keeping them alive so they can like to regenerate to, to blood. To regenerate blood, so then they're then they're putting they're using the blood to stay to stay alive, alive until they find a cure or whatever. Even his eyes are zombie now. Yeah, you know? yeah. And she notices that, and then she starts breaking out. But then Hector comes by, and he starts breaking them out too. Like well, well, Hector somehow or another got hooked up with the works with the sister. Right. He found her at somewhere, so he goes. So he finds out from her where I guess what they're with the the radio high, station, the, the radio station where the where the, the where the um. He, That's he, where he gets the sister. Mar yeah. Mary Warnoff kills herself at the radio station. The sister's there. Yeah, then right. Hector shows up. Then he's like, and he has this like low rider car right, with a yeah, yeah, with yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a convertible low rider. So he breaks into the compound, kills off some stuff, sets some bombs. Then he goes in to to get them, and. And she's already, like, the sister's already doing pretty well breaking out. Yeah, she's breaking out already. So they find her, and they're all able to escape. And then as they're escaping, they stop. And then, like, the guys, the bad guys are like, hey, there they are. Let's go get them. And he starts egging them on or whatever. Yes. He says, come on, come on, let's go. Let's go get in the car. We're waiting, we're waiting. And they're like, as soon as they get in the car, and basically what he did was he had set up their car with uh, dynamite. Yeah, he blew. And he blows them all up. Except the one guy that shows up for an extra little shock or whatever. Yeah, which was weird. And then, but then, so they have the little kids with them, too, now. So now they're like a little family. They're like a family. They have the the older sister Hector, the younger sister, and the two little kids who don't have any parents and don't know anything. But then the younger sister. But then at the end, the the it seems like the four have become a family. But the younger sister's like the fourth wheel or the fifth wheel. Yeah, or the whatever. fifth wheel. So she's just wandering around, and it's funny because they they're taking like family pictures, like the yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, and, and, like, and smile. And and the kids and don't want to smile yeah, and all that crap. And then the, and then the older sister's like. Now you have to wait at the crosswalk, which was a very funny scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and she, they're waiting for the crosswalk to change to the to the go ahead walk, and even though nobody's there, and then the sister starts making fun of her, and she's like, "Look, there's no one here," and then she almost gets hit by a car, right. which was just great. So so this car like does a U-turn that almost hits the sister, and she's like, 
what do you, you she's like oh well first she goes nice car and he's like thanks I have 23 of them yeah. which made me laugh because that's how I would be like yeah. I would go out <laughs> just steal stuff I'd be like oh I have a nice gun yeah I have a whole room full of them if you want one you know yeah. like I would have like I'd hoard like survival stuff so she jumps in the car with this this young kid for like a ride he seems like a nice guy as he's driving away D- DMK DMK is the <laughs> license plate so <laughs> he was the guy it was a cute the... nod it was funny yeah, and then, like, they're playing football at the end, and yeah. the end. The yeah. end. So. Happy ending, even though you don't know how many people are left. You don't know anything. There's got to be more survivors, because some well, people were in, you BMW know. kid was there, or, yeah, I mean, a Mercedes there's, kid. There's more, but, yeah, it, most everybody got fried. It was a very, it was a real surprise for me. Um, I had seen it before, but I might have not seen the whole movie, but I had seen bits and pieces of it before. I never even heard of it. this thing played a lot on uh, cable back in the 80s. It I never even heard of it, and, I, and, I, and it was one of those, I was like, eh, this looks like it might be cool. And I really enjoyed it. You yeah, it's a fun movie. It was a fun movie. Not, I mean, it's not scary. No, no. Even though it's a horror movie and the zombie, it's not really scary. It's enjoyable. And, it's, yeah. and if you're nostalgic for the 80s and you like that kind of stuff, yeah. except for the crappy music, you'll you'll enjoy this movie. They could have went with a little bit more punk. Yeah, they should have. Because 80s punk was good. They should have, uh, but they were going for the... They, they didn't want the mall kids to get all... Yeah, they like, wanted fun. Know. They wanted more funny, upbeat. So, okay. Yeah, because because you got to balance it between funny and upbeat and like the the tragedy that's really yeah. happened or whatever. And it and it really is a nod to fifties end of the world movies too. That's why they have the posters. It, it reminded me the plot was almost like a fifties movie. Oh yeah, this way. is straight out, you know. Yeah. So. All right. So what are you gonna give this thing? Um, I guess for a second week in a row, I'll give it an eight point five. Yeah, that's right. Right. I was. I'm not gonna give it a nine point five, but I. I'll go 8.5 because of the crappy music and, and because it wasn't really scary, but it, everything else about it was enjoyable. I'll go for it. I'll go with a, like an 8, you know. And um, 0.5 goes because of, because of my love for Catherine and Mary Stewart. <laughs> that's, that's, the point that's, five. At point five, yeah, that's at least a 0.5. Yeah, that's at least a 0.5. Okay, that's it for this week. Um, we'll see you all next week. My name is Mal. Dr. Morbius. And we'll see you on the other side.